Do you hate selling? If you answered yes, which, okay, if you're listening to this podcast episode, I assume you did, because obviously this whole episode is about not liking to sell. So we're all friends here, right? We all agree that selling can feel awkward, super unnatural, and it also feels a little bit overdone, especially on social media, right? And it can definitely feel like your audience or just people in general on social media aren't super receptive to a salesy approach in content. But obviously this becomes a problem if you are a business person, if you're any kind of, you know, course creator, product creator, service provider, you're looking to sell something on social media. So how can you generate business and sell without feeling salesy? Well, today we are going to ditch the sales pitch and talk about how to sell your products and services to people without feeling like you're selling anything. I think you're going to like this episode, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Creator Club podcast, y'all. I'm so excited to be talking about different approaches to sales that are not going to feel skeezy to you on today's episode. But before we get into that, one quick disclaimer, which you've probably already noticed, my voice sounds kind of funny. I apologize. Just getting over a bit of a cold, and you know that if anything, I'm consistent and I wanted to show up and still provide this episode for all of you. So I hope that my voice isn't too much of a bother. I promise if you stick with me, I'm going to provide some serious value even through this croaky voice. So I appreciate your patience with that. One other quick note that I wanted to share with you it's very exciting. This coming month, that is through the entire month of May, we are going to be doing a giveaway. Once again, if you're a longtime listener, then you'll know we've done this before. We are giving away an Instagram audit to anybody who reviews the show over the next month. So if you hop on over to Apple Podcasts, write us a review, leave us a five-star rating, then you are going to be automatically entered into our giveaway for an Instagram audit. And if you're not familiar, an Instagram audit is basically where someone on my team does a deep dive look into your Instagram and provides you with a detailed report card, letting you know what you're doing well and what you could improve in order to see more growth. So if that sounds like something that would be helpful for you and external expert opinion on how you can improve your Instagram strategy, then all you got to do is head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review letting us know what you like about the Creator Club podcast. And at the end of May, we're going to be going back through and adding 
everybody who reviewed the show into a draw for a free Instagram audit. The contest opens up officially now. I know it's not quite May yet, but you can start leaving your reviews now. You will be entered, and we really appreciate each and every review that y'all leave on the show. It really helps us grow, and we want to say thank you for leaving those kind reviews by giving away a free Instagram audit. So make sure that you go and do that. I'll be reminding you throughout the month as well, and uh, yeah, really appreciate all your kind reviews. Okay, so with those housekeeping items out of the way, let's get into some different ways that you can allow yourself to ditch the sales pitch and start selling your products or services without feeling super salesy. The first option for you, which I would recommend to anybody, is to start by planting some evergreen seeds. If you aren't into selling, but you need to sell your product or service, the best way to do that is by creating some really solid evergreen social media platforms. My biggest suggestion and my personal preference, of course, is start a YouTube channel like yesterday. Obviously, you can't do it yesterday, so the next best day is today. YouTube, in my opinion, is the best lead generating machine for businesses, and not all businesses are taking advantage of it yet. Just like all social media platforms, it really takes time to build some traction on your YouTube videos, but if you create high quality and high value content consistently on YouTube, it's bound to get traction, which can help folks to find your products and services. Here's how this would work. You would create video after video. Yes, you need to make a lot for this to work, but trust me, it's a worthwhile investment. These videos would solve the problems of your target market, which means your video viewers would be the perfect customer for your product or service. You could naturally mention your product or service in those videos and have it, of course, linked in the description. This call to action would then lead the viewers to that link in your description box, which would lead them to your offering, which if you set it up properly, could convert into a sale. You never really had to sell anything. You didn't have to do a launch. You didn't have to run ads. All you had to do was provide free value and then let your potential customer know a way that they could dig in deeper and get some more information from you without having to do a sales pitch. Now imagine if you posted a video a week for a couple of years, these videos will continue leading folks to your offerings even, you know, two, three years later. You will continue selling without selling for years to come if you set up this funnel correctly. If you want an entire podcast about how to leverage YouTube to increase your sales and income in general, shoot us a DM over at Creatorly Media on Instagram because we'd love to hear your input and we could definitely put some effort into researching and writing an episode for y'all about how to use YouTube to make money online. Just to give you a brief case study into this, we launched the Creatorly Media YouTube channel just about a year ago or so and it has grown a lot in a short time. I'm actually really impressed with how well it's performed. We post there as consistently as we can, but trust me, if you were like really, really focusing on this, you could post even more consistently. We've kind of gone through seasons where we'll post weekly and then kind of take a break for a while. 
but the channel now has over a thousand subscribers, which is super, super exciting. And we even have a couple of videos with several thousand views. And to me, that is a very impressive milestone for a channel that is so new that I know I have a channel with a lot of subscribers, but I don't promote the Creatorly Media channel a ton on my own YouTube channel. So a lot of this is just organic reach and growth by using the best practices for YouTube of solving problems for your viewers, answering a question with your video, and then making sure that you optimize it properly. You use SEO so that your video can show up in the place where your audience is looking for it, and then designing enticing thumbnails to get people to click. And then of course, inside those videos, we mention our services and products so that people can find their way to the Creatorly website and come and hire us if they want. If video isn't your thing, there's also lots of other great platforms that you could leverage, like starting a blog. It would work very similarly. Instead of making a video solving a problem, you would write a blog post solving a problem. And of course, people will also find that through searching and within your blog post, you can mention any paid services that you might offer. And of course, a podcast is also a great platform to do this. Obviously, through this whole podcast, I kind of demonstrate what I'm talking about here because I will just mention creating and the work that we do for our clients. And that's just kind of a subtle nod to what you as a listener could potentially, you know, get help with if you wanted to pursue that. So, you know, I feel like, you know, the whole Creator Club podcast is an example and how you can essentially soft sell by providing value through a podcast. And definitely increasingly over at Creatorly, we see more and more of our clients coming from the Creator Club podcast and not just my own YouTube channel. So shout out to all of y'all who are listening. We'd love to work with you. So the point is, whether you create a YouTube channel, have a podcast or a blog, by providing free value through an evergreen platform, you're able to establish a really solid traffic funnel of people who are looking to solve a problem that you solve. And you can offer kind of the surface level basic introductory solution through your content. And then inside that content, you can say, hey, do you want more help with this? Do you want to go deeper? Well, then check out my paid offer. And that is a really great way to integrate it without feeling salesy because you don't have to actually make a pitch. You just have to literally mention that you offer that. And that's going to be enough to help people convert to customers when you've already provided them with so much value through your evergreen content. Today's episode of Creator Club is brought to you by Humans. Humans is a platform designed by online content creators for online content creators. Humans is not your typical influencer gig job board, but instead is a community of creators that you can connect with. You might just find your new creator bestie by swiping through Humans. Meeting other creators is not only a great opportunity to find friends and build community, but it also allows you to collaborate with other creators in your niche and help each other grow. But of course, there are also monetization opportunities through Humans too. In the Humans app, you can connect with top brands and submit your bid to take part in their campaigns. Humans' mission is to make it safer and easier for creators to work with brands in a transparent and human environment. You can download the app and create your profile totally for free. So head to the link in my show notes or go to humans.com. That's humans with a Z.com to start today. Okay, so that's sort of stage one. That's creating your evergreen content strategy so that you don't have to run ads, you don't have to do launches 
All you have to do is be consistent with the content that you create. Stage two is creating a strong sales page. So here's the thing. It's not enough just to send folks to your website where you might have your products and services listed. You need to lead them somewhere that is going to help do the selling for you. The best way to do that is by having a well thought out, detail filled sales page. The sales page will include some of the following components. Okay, let's get into it. First of all, a bold, problem-focused headline. Your headline is the first thing that the audience is going to read when they open up your product or service sales page for the first time. And just in case the sales page terminology is new to you, essentially, this is just a page on your website that is dedicated to explaining the benefits of your product and really helping a potential customer go through the journey of making the decision to buy your product. So you can just design this yourself within your website. It doesn't have to be anything fancy but you want to make sure you include these important content components. So like I was saying, a big headline that's focused on the problem that they're having. You want to use your headline to grab their attention and encourage them to keep reading. And the best way to do that is to identify with what their struggle is. Because if you can speak their language and say, hey, I see that you're struggling with this. I've been through it. I know exactly how that feels and I'm going to be able to help you with it. You're going to set them up to be a lot more interested in what you have to say and they feel understood, they feel empathized with, and that is going to really help with the sales process. The next major component that you want to make sure you include in the sales page is, of course, a description of the benefits of your product. Your headline might capture your audience's attention, but it's your body copy that explains the real value of what you're offering. You can include information about who this is for, who it is it for, that's really important too, and every last detail about what your customers can expect if they decide to purchase this from you. I find this is a really great place to also include, here's what's going to happen after you click buy, because sometimes it can be intimidating, especially if you're in the world of services or like digital products where it's not as obvious. Like obviously if you're selling a physical product, most of us are very familiar with the process of like, okay, so I'm going to buy this, I'll put in my shipping information and then like it'll be sent to me in a couple weeks. But if you're offering something that's a little bit more unique, like a service that's rendered online or a course or something, then I think it can be really helpful to include a little bit about here's what's going to happen you know, these are the next few steps. And so you can kind of walk the person through, like, you're going to click the purchase button. After that, you're going to be given this form to fill out. You're going to choose a time in my calendar for me to do a consultation with you. Then after that, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And you can really walk them through what to expect. Not only does this help make a potential customer feel more comfortable with the process and a little bit more excited to actually go ahead and buy, but it can also potentially weed out the kind of customers that, you know, maybe the process isn't for them. There are going to be some people that maybe your service or your course isn't meant for, and they might be able to figure that out for themselves if you go into as much detail as possible about what it's like to work with you. So you want to include all of that in your sales page. Another great component to include is high quality imagery and videos of your product. Humans respond to visual information far more quickly than text. Okay, that's just 
true. We all know that we're really drawn in by pretty shiny pictures and not as much by just plain text on the page, right? People want to see and experience the product or service they're thinking about buying. So using high quality product images and video invokes more of an emotional response. So again, if it's a physical product, it's obvious how you can do this. But if you're thinking about, you know, how are you going to visually display your service or your digital product, this is a great chance where if you have a course or digital product, do some screen recordings, you know, show what the inside looks like as much as you can. Or if it's a service, maybe putting together a video including some like B-roll of you working. Maybe it's like an over-the-shoulder footage of like you talking to a client over Zoom. Anything that can tell the story of what it's going to feel like to receive this service or this digital product, that's going to help you convince your customer to make the purchase. Next, you also want to make sure that you include on your sales page some social proof, some customer reviews, and some testimonials. One of the first things that we all do when we think about purchasing a new product is to check out the reviews, right? Like I go on Amazon and I'm looking at a new like piece of tech that I want to buy. Just recently I was looking at getting a new GoPro and of course you scroll right to the bottom to the reviews because you want to know what do other people think of this? Has this worked well for other people in my position? So you can imagine that your potential customer is going to want to do the same thing. It's important to include some of this on your sales page so that your potential buyer can see that someone else has not only purchased your product or service before, but has had a good experience with it. And I think honestly, sometimes this isn't about having the most long in-depth reviews or having a lot of them. It's just about having a collection of some really nice reviews, maybe even including some profile pictures of your customers, giving them a real story and, you know, making them seem like real people. And that can offer a lot of legitimacy to what you're offering, even if your potential buyer is not like going to in-depth research each and every one of these reviewers. It just kind of shows like, hey, I've done this for other people and they've been happy with it. And that really lends a lot of credibility to your sales page. If this is a new product or service that you're offering right out of the gate, the best way to get this social proof is by giving it away for free or doing a pre-launch at a discounted rate before you do the full launch so that you can get some experience, you know, providing this service to customers or getting some, you know, product feedback so that you have something to share as testimonials on your sales page because that can be super, super helpful. Okay, and the final component that you want to include on a sales page that is going to do that awkward selling for you is a strong call to action and, of course, pricing information. Once your audience is feeling informed and ready to make the decision, it's time to give them some details on pricing and, of course, a way to hit that buy button. But remember, your call to action on a product or service sales page is not just the buy button, right? Your CTA should also include how much the product costs, any variations or packages that customers can choose from, and if you offer this, an opportunity to reach out for a discovery call or to get more information over email. But of course, at the end of the sales page, you just got to make it very obvious how much it costs, how to buy, and what's going to happen after they click purchase. So that's everything that you want to include in a successful sales page. Now, I know a lot of what we just went over might have felt a little bit salesy, but I just want to kind of emphasize that the benefit of this system of 
really planting those evergreen seeds, getting that content out there, and then creating a strong sales page, that's going to allow you to essentially sell on autopilot. Using these methods means that you don't have to feel like you need to get on Instagram every day and say, hey, everybody go check out X product on my website. That is the part that a lot of people feel uncomfortable with. A lot of us don't want to write sales copy for our Instagram captions or have to make constant promotions. And if you have this evergreen content strategy and a really great sales page in place, that saves you from having to do a lot of that leg work, you know, on your daily social media content. Now, of course, if you like to do that, go for it. That's helpful. But obviously, if you're listening, that's probably the piece that you feel uncomfortable with. So the benefit of the evergreen content strategy and the sales page pairing is that it's sort of a set it and forget it kind of thing. And if you can just focus on creating really high quality content week after week on your YouTube channel or your podcast or your blog, and then just subtly include, you know, information about your offerings then that sales page that you put in place once can continue to do that work for you that often feels a little bit awkward or the part that you like to avoid. So that's what I love about the evergreen content and sales page strategy. The final component of all of this to really finally ditch that salesy feeling and still be able to see that, you know, consistent revenue that we're all going for is really just being the real you in your content and building trust. Yeah, I know it might sound cheesy, but part of selling without feeling salesy is just being yourself. On your social media platforms like YouTube and Instagram, for instance, or on your email list or on your website, just wholeheartedly be you. If you provide free value, time and dedication, and your genuine personality to your audience, you won't ever really need to sell to them. You will just mention your products naturally throughout your content when it makes sense, when you know that it provides extra value, and the product will basically sell itself. I know that might sound really simplified, but the more that you can basically build up that trust, offer value, like those are all the components that marketing agencies basically try to manufacture in advertising, that trust building, the providing a vision and, you know, solution to a problem. You're essentially doing that through your content and that's just you being a genuinely helpful person. And that essentially builds a really effective and organic marketing strategy that's going to help people basically make the decision to purchase your offer. So here are a few quick tips on how you can build trust with your audience that you might already be doing, but maybe, you know, if you just put a little bit more intention or effort into these components, you'll really start to see the impacts of having a community that can depend on you. So the first one is just being available to help. I know from experience, it gets overwhelming responding to all comments and DMs, Honestly, there comes a time when that might not be reasonable and you shouldn't put pressure on yourself and push yourself to burnout to keep up with all of it. But the biggest thing is just doing your best to be available to your audience to help them when you can. If they have questions, if they need help, if they have a problem, offering your guidance or your solutions is the best thing you can do. Maybe that's through doing a weekly live Q&A on Instagram. Like if you can't reasonably keep up with every single one of your DMs or comments, maybe you can do a roundup of your FAQ in a weekly live stream and you can provide answers to some of the most common questions or problems that you're seeing people have. 
Or you can even just create content based on questions that you get from your audience. Maybe you create a graphic carousel each week that is addressing one of the problems that you've seen people discussing in your comments. Whatever your availability is, and it might not be replying to every single thing, it might not even be doing live streams, but figure out what you have the capacity for and make yourself available to audience feedback and then providing content guidance, help in whatever way you can. Another thing you can do to really start to build that trust is providing resources. If someone is struggling with something, provide them with free resources when you can. Maybe that's a link to a product that will help them solve their problems. Maybe it's a freebie that you've created for your audience that could be helpful in their situation or just a video or a post that you've made in the past that kind of walks them through what they're dealing with. Maybe it's even a link to another content creator's services or offer if that's what's most applicable in the situation. Take that extra step to provide helpful resources to your audience even when it's not just providing a link to purchase something of yours. And finally, build consistent connections. You want to check in with your audience and be there for them just like you would for a close friend. Building a relationship isn't a one-time and done action. It's something that you need to continue working on over time to build something really authentic and true. So you've got to stick with this over time to really see the results. If you do these three things, that is starting that evergreen content strategy, building a really effective sales page, and then really being the real you and building trust with your audience, this is going to set yourself up in a strategy that basically sells for you so you don't have to feel awkward and salesy online. You can ditch the sales pitch and just build authentic relationships with your audience and of course with your customers. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.